Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss. Today's episode is called Scrub-a-Dub. Scrub-a-Dub. This term dates back to the 14th century. Uh, a rhyme, and the original rhyme makes reference to maids in a tub. Later on, it was changed to three men in a tub. But it was a fairground attraction that was similar to a modern peep show, uh, you know, seven centuries ago. The rhyme is a type of uh, calling out otherwise respectable people for disrespectable actions. In this case, ogling the naked ladies, the maids. Rub-a-dub-dub, the second line is three fools in a tub. That refers to when three gentlemen were supposed to be in the tub. Gentlemen, perhaps. What if we scrubbed our memories and created new resumes and washed over the errors and the failures of our past? Whitewashed everything. Would we be better people today, you and I, or just people who never learned from their mistakes, small and large? Can we apply today's morality to people in times of a hundred years ago and then expect that we should generate some kind of compensation or maybe even revenge? Do we put the sins of prior generations on the backs of this one? Do our sins migrate to the backs of the next ones? Why don't we attack social injustices as they exist today in the penal system, in the judiciary, among police, in schools, in healthcare, and so forth, where the systemic problems of racial injustice reside? The wealthiest alone don't deserve the best lawyers or the best healthcare, and the poor don't merit the worst. I've argued before on these podcasts that in every major city, Named partners in the largest law firms should have to serve once a month as public defenders, pro bono, making sure that everybody possible has access to the best legal minds. There's a black legislator in Providence, a woman, and she's offended at this election coming up because a white man chose to run against her. She said in her advertisement, some white guy's running against me using his privilege. As though he might feel that he has a better talent or more competence or a better platform. That's not relevant. He could be a far better candidate and less biased than she is. She called another black woman legislator a house slave. Do we parade every person through the gauntlet who made a mistake or who acted foolishly or said something offensive 30 years ago. What good does it do? Rummaging through old yearbooks, looking at old newspaper clippings, forcing everybody to apologize. At what point do we scrub so hard that we create worse illness than we're trying to cure? We rub the skin off. We rub the flesh off. We're down to the bone. At what point, too, does a deafness set in from all the noise? There's no question that people become calloused. And after you say something to them often enough and loud enough, they no longer pay attention. If black lives matter, and surely they do, why were there over 100 shootings and a dozen deaths over Father's Day weekend in Chicago in the black community, black on black crime? New York also saw a spike that weekend in black on black crime and shootings. Hasn't anyone told the people involved that Black Lives Matter? Can you really defund the police without defunding crime first? There will always be bigots 
though hopefully fewer and fewer of them. We need to ferret them out. We need to eliminate systemic injustice, especially in legal representation and especially in opportunity. But when you grant special favors, you don't equalize. You create more inequality with the perception of inferiority. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. You don't end poverty by creating more of it. Remember that second line to that nursery rhyme. Rub-a-dub-dub, three fools in a tub. And that's the uncomfortable truth.